What is up, guys? Good morning, afternoon, evening to everybody listening. I'm G Money Garrett. Um, I'm really excited for this episode. I can't even tell you how excited I am, even though there is nothing going on in the NFL right now. I just I I keep thinking back, and this is the new Wincy show, and I'm going to break down our recipe for a repeat. That being said, let's jump right into it. I recently have been on social media a lot and been trying to keep up with times and trying to be more active and everything like that. That being said, go follow me at new jungle nine on Twitter, AKA I'm seeing a lot of people who go out and think that because they're on ESPN or on ABC Sports or CBS Sports or all of these places that they now are football gurus and they didn't watch all of last season. And I want to enlighten some people really quick and say that, one, it is highly unlikely that the Bengals will flop this year. And I understand. Our schedule is really hard. I broke it down last week. Don't worry. I saw it too. I'm not an idiot. But that also doesn't mean that we are the team to beat. We won the AFC, not the North. Well, yes, we did win that too, but not just the North. That The whole thing. Count it, 16 teams who came out on top, us. And we won those games fair and square. It wasn't unfair. We didn't get... Like, nobody cheated. Nobody did anything like that. We won the game. And that really sucks that you just don't want the Bengals to be good. Sorry. I was listening to a clip the other day, and people were, uh, I guess it's a, it's a talk show, and then they take uh, they take questions on about, from calls. And my, my, my biggest takeaway was that people really, really, really love to hate things that are good. And I was thinking about it and I was like, wow, that really was an awful take because somebody said that they have to go and face all these AFC North teams when the Ravens are going to be so much better than they were last year. Um, you guys when you were healthy and we won 41 to 17. Good try, though. It's it's so frustrating to go and tell me that the Browns are going to be better than us. I've already talked about it. I don't want to talk about it anymore. It's ridiculous. It really is ridiculous. You added Deshaun Watson to a team that already lost two of their top wide receivers. I mean, Denzel Ward is and Miles Garrett are those your guys that you can just ride on your back for forever, which are both on your defense. I mean, you can run the ball 500 times, but what's the purpose of getting Deshaun Watson now? So, I, I, I don't don't even talk to me. Don't come at me. Don't come at me with that. I, I'm I'm tired of it. And the Steelers, okay, whatever. Dude, all right, is is that really what you're going to tell me? Is that the Steelers on paper are better than the Bengals? That's what you're going to tell me. All right, all right, I guess you don't watch football. But 
I I want to go down and break down our keys to uh, our our keys to a recipe for a repeat because if I'm being completely honest, all these figureheads on ESPN and NBC Sports and all these big companies who go and get paid to say stuff that I don't really think any of them actually mean. It, it's kind of ridiculous how much we can just sit around and kind of lay down and accept it. And yeah, people on like Bengals Twitter really doesn't like all that stuff. We take account of all of it. I have so many screenshots on my phone right now of people with record predictions and they're like the Bengals won't even eclipse seven games. And everybody's like, take the under on 10 wins. And aren't we the team that went to the Super Bowl and then got better? I mean, yeah, the Rams did that too, but they're not in our conference and we don't have to play them until a possible repeat in the Super Bowl. So, I mean, whatever you can go and say, whatever you'd like, you can try to try to push a narrative as much as you want, but I, I, I really don't get it. But anyway, we're going to go and break down the recipe for a repeat and Number five should be obvious. Top five uh, things to, for a recipe for a repeat. Number five should be pretty obvious. Offensive line needs to step up. And yeah, Joe was talking about it on a podcast where sacks really don't mean a lot because he admitted he put himself in some bad situations for sacks. You can go and talk about whatever you want to talk about with stuff like that, but it's not even about the sacks. It's also about the offensive line allows Joe to not only analyze the entire field as a whole, but he can generate thoughts about schemes faster. And that also allows for Joe Mixon to have better holes, therefore better running room. And it's just something that you need to go and kind of think about when you look at our offense as a whole, yeah, they did really, 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 really incredibly good last year. And yeah, am I am I not really scared about how our offense is going to look? Absolutely not. I think we're going to have a possibility of averaging 30 games or 30 points a game. No doubt in my mind that we have that possibility in our back pocket. But the way that you do that is we've already improved our offensive line by picking up three free agents and an injury on that offensive line already sucks. But I I don't think that we are necessarily out of the, the woods of the good offensive lines now. I think we have a possibility of jumping up really high only by adding those people. And Another year for Jackson Carmen, another year for Deontay Smith, another year for Jonah Williams. This is Jonah Williams' full offseason, first full offseason in the NFL. I mean, you look at these guys, and they're key pieces to our team. And I, I, I really don't know what, what else to say other than the offensive line needs to step up this year and protect Joe. And that then entails protecting our team because Joe is our franchise and that's that's how we win games right there. So number five is the offensive line needs to step up. Number four, Joe Mixon needs to pound the ball. This isn't on Joe. This is this isn't on anybody else. It's it it's on 
our schemes and we need to make sure that, yes, we have three incredibly good weapons on the outside. T, Jamar, Tyler, dogs, absolute dogs. And when you think about it, yeah, is it really easy to just let Joe throw 60 times? Absolutely. I'm sure Joe, in the back of his mind, wants the opportunity to throw 60 times. And he wants to show, yeah, I can dissect you and pick you apart very surgically and intentionally just to be able to go and beat you by 25 points. Yeah, that would be awesome. But wouldn't it also be awesome to be up and not have to have Joe do that? It's we, we, we need to think about the upside of Joe Mixon and his true value to this team. I truly, truly, truly believe right now with everybody in their current state in the NFL, I don't care about, oh, but what if this guy's healthy? Guess what? He's not. That really sucks. Um, Joe Mixon's the top five running back in the NFL, and stats prov- prove that. They just do. And the the biggest thing to think about with that is if we have a top five back in the NFL, why aren't we using him like a top five back? And then we also have, I'd say, a top two, and they ain't two, wide receiver core. And then I'd also say we have a top five quarterback. That right there is a recipe for 47 million points a game. We're going to score a million points this season. That's so incredible. And that needs to be capitalized at the end of everything with Joe in the fourth quarter pounding the ball right down people's throats so they don't have an opportunity to score on us again. And that leads us straight into number three, the defense needs to step up exactly like they did in the Tennessee game, exactly like they did in the Raiders game, exactly like they did in the Chiefs game. They need to step up. We've seen what they can do. They're only getting better. We've only added pieces and they're only getting older and wiser. And I don't want older to seem like a bad term when I talk about our team, because we are so young, we can afford for them to get older, but not older in a way where they're not improving. And we can see all of them improving right now, especially in OTAs. If you're going and watching other shows who actually have the clips of OTAs, and if you're able to go out and stand on the bridge and watch OTAs, you can tell our team not only is better, but they're stronger and faster and wiser. And we are all there for it. I'm here for it. We're all, we can notice that. And our defense needs to be able to go and step up and prove to everyone else that it is, it, it's them that you got to face. Yeah, we have an offense, but first you got to, do you know how you win a game? Score points, try to score points against our defense. And that's what our defense needs to do. And you saw that with the Raiders game. When it came down to it, they stepped up. Yeah, they had a lot of yards against them, but not a lot of points. You can play the bend-don't-break game, which isn't really my favorite game of all time, if I'm being completely honest. I don't really like poking the bear. But it's, it's a way to play it. And we 
played that game in the playoffs and it was successful. So even if we decide to play that game, even if we don't decide to play that game on defense, no matter what Lou Anarumo comes up with next year, all for it. I, I'm all in. He proved to me last year. I, I said on another sh- on my show that I had last year, I think Lou Anarumo was the number one person on the hot seat, not even Zach Taylor. I think Zach Taylor had another year, no matter what we did this year, uh, or I guess last year. And it's he he proved us all wrong. He were there times where I was disappointed in our defensive play? Absolutely. Are there times that every NFL team is disappointed with their with their defensive play? Yeah. Get over it. We have bad games, and we sh- we had games that we should have won, and. All you can do is go back and look at those games and improve on them. And I really think that that's what we did coming through the going through the offseason. And even later in the season, we all saw that, yeah, we didn't know what we didn't know, but we also were figuring out what we knew. And that was the most important part was we understood what we understood uh, to win games. So. That's number three, defense needs to step up. Number two, our weapons need to take their proper steps. Yeah, Jamar had an absolutely exhilarating season. The NFL literally posted on Twitter a seven-minute video of just Jamar highlights. And guess what he did? Burned Jalen Ramsey in the first one. So, wouldn't it be awesome for all of them to take their proper steps this offseason to be able to go and prove again that they are the wide receiver core to be or the wide receiver core to be compared to. And they're top two and they ain't two when it comes to all three wide receivers. The only other team that you can think about weapons wise would be the Raiders, Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, um, Darren Waller. But not all three of them are receivers. And I promise you, Josh Jacobs isn't as good as Joe Mixon. And I'm a Bama guy. So if you look at NFL production and numbers and stats and even just the feel of this, let alone wide receiver core, they're incredible. And then you think about our backups, Mike Thomas, Stanley Morgan. Those guys are dogs too. You can't just count them out. They're they're there as much as the other three are, and they can produce and they can do they can do what they need to do to be able to win games. And that's the most important part is those guys know how to win games. Jamar knows how to step up when he needs to step up. T knows how to make a big catch when he needs to. Tyler Boyd is probably the most consistent wide receiver out of all three of them. If you need a catch from Tyler, he'll make it. Simple as that. And one of the biggest things that I'm looking forward to is watching all three of them grow up together and continue to go under Tyler's wing and try to not only – kind of baby bird it for a bit, but also grow into their own. And you can see that 
with T and him getting bigger and stronger every year. I mean, he looked almost unrecognizable last season, according to the guys. And now this season, he's even bigger and faster and stronger. So, I mean, these guys are ready for this season, and there is nothing that I'm more excited for than watching these guys flourish. But that's number two. This core has got to step up. And along with that, Joe Mixon, I've already said he needs to go and step up more. And that leads us right in to number one, which is let Joe cook. The number one thing for a recipe for a repeat for the Cincinnati Bengals 2022-2023 season is to let Joe cook. Let me lay a scene for you. Bengals 49ers. I was sitting in the stands, not very happy with our first half performance. I was being kind of an a-hole, not really being happy with myself, not really being happy with the team, not really being happy with the performance that we had put on in that first half. And I was being very pessimistic. I'm going to be honest, some of my old Bengals fandom came out of me, and I was being very pessimistic, and I was not happy with our performance. And I... I was blinded in the second half by the light of Joe. When he needed to step up, he steps up. Against the Ravens, when he needs to step up in the first Ravens game, he steps up. He will surgically pick you apart, no matter how You think you will defend it. You don't know what to do until it's already done. He'll pick you apart. He'll take away your finger. He'll take away your arm. Then he'll take away your toes. And then he'll take away your leg. And then sure enough, you have nothing left. And you're down by 15. And you've got 12 seconds on the clock. For the rest of the game. And then you see him smiling as he takes his victory formation knee. And then you realize, I just got cooked. Truly unfortunate for the other team. I'm happy about it. It's something that we need to do. You think about it. You go, and yeah, that 49ers game didn't turn out the way that we needed it to. But I think that was a game that truly showed Joe's cooking potential. He's a chef. He is a true connoisseur of the arts out there, if you know what I mean. And it, you need to go and look at the whole picture, the whole thing. It's, it's there. You've seen it. You have seen the stats. You've seen the games. We've all watched the games. All, everybody understands Joe Burrow can cook. Joe Burrow is a chef. He is a cook back there. He's using spices. He's using different, different oils. He's going and frying up the meats over here while stirring up the veggies over here. And he's doing it all with his eyes closed and both arms tied behind his back. And imagine going back to number five, we get an offensive line that steps up. Number four, Joe Mixon goes and takes his steps where Joe doesn't necessarily have to cook all the time. Number two, the weapons step up. So not only are they getting more separation, but Joe has more time to throw to them. And Joe Mixon is also that much of an, of an available option if he needs it. Listen to all of those different pieces coming together in this beautiful dish that is Joe Burrow cooking a defense. 
It's right there. The plan is laid out. I don't have to tell it to you any better. It's there. Our recipe for a repeat is set in stone. We've written it on the walls. And all we have to do is trust each other and trust our team to be able to go and push ourselves to the next level. We have to face five division winners this year. Not fun. I know that. I know that those are going to be hard games. Bills, Chiefs, I those games alone, they're huge. And yeah, we beat the Chiefs twice. And yeah, am I really scared of the Bills? Kind of. But that doesn't mean that I'm going to go and not trust our team and not trust the incredible guys who currently wear the Cincinnati Bengals stripes into leading us into the pro- the promised land once more. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the new Wincy show. And that is my recipe for a repeat. Top five things that we need to look out for in this next NFL season while the OTAs are going on and you can see all these people going and training and you can see everybody going in for voluntary workouts, which is exactly what they did last year. And yeah, you can go and say, oh, it's just blah, 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 blah. The Bengals won't repeat again. You know what? I'm going to save all those clips and I'm going to save it in the back of my mind. And then when we go and prove everybody wrong again, boom, tweeted. Sorry, you dug this great for yourself. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, and everybody who listened. This has been the new Wincy show. Good morning, afternoon, evening to whenever you listen to this. And who day?